Hello, my name is Stuart Leakes and I'm talking to James Holmes, who is the conductor of Opera North's new production of Carousel, which opens in May 2012. Hello, Jim. Hi, hello. Uh, this is probably the first major reappraisal of Carousel since the 1992 National Theatre production of the piece, which you were closely involved in, weren't you? You conducted, I think, over 100 performances of that production. That's right. I was the what they called the associate music director, um, which actually entailed me, as I say, doing over... I think it was over 100 performances. It, it, was, it ran for quite a lengthy period at the National at that time, and then actually transferred into the... West End and I went as a kind of guest conductor so I did quite a few there as well. The sad blares are busting out with sad. Love has found my brother Junior and my sister's even. Um, this, this of course is the, the second <coughs> collaboration between Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein. Uh, it was first performed in 1945 on Broadway. Um, and a couple of years earlier, they'd had a huge success with Oklahoma. Um, and a few years later, uh, Richard Rogers was asked, had he ever been tempted to write an opera? And he said, yes, I was tempted. Probably the closest I came was in Carousel. I wondered then what you feel a company like Opera North can bring to this piece. I think these pieces from the classic, as it were, era of, of Broadway musical um, are really the natural heirs, if you like, of what was a, a tradition that opera houses in this country know quite well, which is the European operetta tradition. And basically, uh, the um, American theatre notably towards the end of the 20s with uh, from the time of showboat which of course is a show for which hammerstein wrote the words uh, just turned into something quintessentially its own so what we're talking about here really is a kind of um, form of contemporary operetta which i think is 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 something that therefore in a sense a uh, uh, an opera company is entitled to look at. Also, in that uh, period, if you listen to recordings of the time, um, one realises that the, the, the singers they had then were very much um, well-schooled, indeed, in, in a number of cases. Uh, legitimate opera singers were cast in the leads of uh, Broadway musicals. I mean, Pinsir, uh, the great bass Pinsir, doing uh, Emile de Beck in South Pacific is one, uh, only one example. The uh, so I think there is a case for saying that that, that uh, the, the the quality of voice that an opera singer can bring to this music is 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 really valid and useful, and indeed gives this kind of music um, maybe a. Uh, an additional potential for both vocal quality and vocal colour. I loved you Words wouldn't come in an easy way Round in 
and Opera North, of course, as a company, has had a great deal of experience in this kind of repertoire. We've performed works by Kurt Weill, by Stephen Sondheim, by uh, the Gershwins, uh, and in, in at least some of those cases, you've been uh, you've been very much a responsible party. <laughs> you yes, were you were music director yeah, for the company blame, for. Yes, <laughs> But you've you introduced us to some 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 fabulous gems actually in your your period here as as head of music, which was uh, ten well, years. Well, to be fair, I mean I mean it, it, it's that's largely down to the to the uh, the Opera North management having having uh, you know an open mind and 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 a vision to realise that these pieces are worth doing and that we can bring something to them, and it's also I think. Um, worth saying that, that a lot of what we've done I don't think would have been possible if we didn't have in in Leeds uh, uh, with Opera North uh, one of the, 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 the best and most versatile backbones to a company you could have in the chorus and the orchestra who are who are both really able to bring something rather special and uh, to this music it, it, it just makes for anybody in my position it makes it a complete joy to, to do because you know you're going to get something really exceptional and they will treat it in in the right way that they will they will take the, the the view that there is you know that there there is no such thing as sort of serious and light you know music is just good and bad and you play it you play it for what it's worth and and they they always bring such an extraordinary um commitment and conviction you know as much as they would bring to you know Verdi Puccini or you know Wagner so it's the same same kind of thing and that's what's so remarkable about this company and why I th- I think it does, certainly in terms of, of, of Britain, and indeed in my, my view, Europe, certainly it brings, you know, uh, you know, something you know, that is quite unique, really special to this repertoire. So you mentioned the music there, and it really is an extraordinary score, isn't it? It's, it's like a string of jewels, really. Um, uh, uh, impossible question in a way, but could you maybe just choose one or two of your personal highlights out of the the score? Yeah, it's it's hard, but um, because they you know they do come thick and fast, and there isn't a duff number in it in my book. Um, I suppose in different ways. Um, Two two pieces that I would I would think about. One is one is the the great soliloquy that Billy, the the hero, um, uh, embarks upon on, upon realizing he's about to become a father. This is a very relatively uh, a man who is basically terrified of committing himself to one place and one person. And this was for its time an extraordinary thing to do because it's about seven minutes long, and. Broadway audiences were adjudged to have a limited attention span, <laughs> and um, something to 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 do a, a a monologue like this, a musical monologue which goes through a whole range of emotions and thoughts, um, was something quite special. Um, it inspired a a lot of people to do the same. I mean, only a year later, Kurt Weill did the same thing in Street Scene. Um, and um, it, 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 it opened up the whole idea of what a Broadway number should be. And of course, it is still uh, you know, among the greatest examples of its kind. 
like a tree, he'll grow with his head held high and his feet planted firm on the ground. And you won't see nobody there to try. And I suppose. Another number for a completely different reason I would pick is the best-known number in the piece, which is You'll Never Walk Alone. And I have a, uh, I've had a checkered history with this piece because I, um, I was a teenager in the 60s and, um, of course, that was when it topped the British hit parade in a version by uh, the Liverpool band Jerry and the Pacemakers. And... I was not a Liverpool sound person then. I was more Eel Pie Island and the Rolling Stones, I have to say. At that time, I was very into pop music, but um, I didn't. I hated it. I loathed that number. And, of course, it was subsequently adopted by Liverpool Football Club and is, and is their anthem, uh, as we know. And it, it has, of all, probably all numbers in musical theatre, it has the sort of, you know, the, 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 the most widest sort of, um, you know, range of influence outside its genre, and I did hate it. And then, I suppose, when I finally saw it in its context, um, in the context of the show, in the context of the show, and realised that, that what it is about, it's about, you know, it's sung by the the, the, the central figure who's. Uh, Nettie Fowler, who is this kind of senior voice of of, of good sense and and and, and reason, and uh, in in the piece, a, a lot of the Rogers Hammers and Stein pieces have somebody like this. She sings it just to get Julie through this terrible moment when she's lost Billy, uh, and it's it's. I suddenly realised what it was about. It's now a moment in the show that, you know, every time I did it and every time I do it on this production, I shall look forward to enormously because it, now, now I really think, I know what, I hope I know what it really signifies. <laughs> 